Hello and welcome everyone to the week ahead commodity report for the 19th to the 23rd of August. So first of all, what do you need to know as we go into next week? Well, hedge funds and money managers, they have raised their bullish wages on US crude oil in the latest week. As we've seen, oil futures last week soar to the upside on that improved demand outlook after the US, they delayed tariffs on Chinese goods. Meanwhile, hedge funds and money managers, they trim their bullish stance on COMEX gold and also silver contracts in the latest week. However, we did see last week gold notching up its third week of straight gains, holding above 1,500 US dollars per ounce, tapping six-year highs yet again in the latest week as we've seen more fears of slowing global economy, overall safe haven demand and a lack of clarity on the US-China trade war, all keeping gold well supported. So as we go into next week, you definitely want to keep an eye on next week's minutes of the FOMC statement, which are due out on Wednesday. Wednesday and also the Federal Reserve annual symposium at Jackson Hole which will be held on Thursday, Friday and through to Saturday as well where of course we'll be looking out for the narratives with respect to interest rate cuts later on in the year. So with that let's move over to the charts and let's talk you through exactly what we're looking at as we head into next week. First of all, moving over to gold, we have seen some really lucrative moves on gold in the latest week. As we mentioned on gold asset of the day, we were buying gold right off the open last week of the Sunday through to the Monday, getting in on two positions, one at 1,491 US dollars per ounce, the other at 1,495 US dollars. We in fact banked 640 points profit on Tuesday in the morning ahead of this subsequent correction that we saw later on in the day which always, again, reminds you that the markets, anything can happen, of course, at any time. And always you want to be protecting those profits, making sure that you are taking some profits off the table, especially where right now the markets are giving very fast gains, particularly on gold, where you're able to make a lot of profit very quickly, but make sure to lock in those profits. So certainly we've capitalized on that big breakout to the upside at the beginning of the week. And by banking profits early in the week, that enabled us to actually buy back in on the subsequent correction, where we we saw a very significant sell-off there. So from the highs, over a 540-point move that we saw on Tuesday, and then subsequently buying back in after the dust had settled, buying back in at 1,500 US dollars per ounce, over two more positions, enabling us to bank over 300 points. Again, protecting the trades now, moving the stop losses at a point where we have risk-free trades, but at the same time, locking in some partial profits. So with all of that said, Going into next week, we do have two open positions on gold with the stop losses protected. So we can let those run if we do see further upside on gold. If we were to see any pullbacks, we're going to be looking at some key levels. And I'll tell you what those are as we go into next week. So notice at the moment, we are seeing very shallow retracements. Each time that we're coming back towards 1480 to the 1500 zone, we are definitely seeing support come into that level at the moment. We're seeing buyers come in around those zones right now for gold. So for me, going into next week, I would be looking at the potential again for shadow retracements here. We had another retracement on Friday back down to $1,503 and gold springboarded off that level about 150 points again to the upside before pulling back a little bit into the close. As I mentioned, 
hedge funds and money managers, they have trimmed their net long positions on gold. However, that data is relevant, of course, up until Tuesday's close. And really, it was Wednesday and Thursday where we saw gold momentum come back into the market to the upside. And we saw another retap towards the weekly highs here of 1,526 US dollars per ounce. We are still only about $22 off the six-year highs at the moment. So it would not take very much at all for gold to break out back above those swing highs and then make a move up to the next major magnetic level above which would be $1,550 per ounce. But as always, it may not be straightforward. Markets do not move within a straight line. So essentially what I would look out for as we go into next week, if we were to pull back again here, back towards 1,500 or possibly lower, back towards approximately the 1,485 zone again, I would look for evidence of buyers coming in at that zone and looking for opportunities then to establish longs, taking the position back towards the weekly highs and back towards the swing highs here again. If we don't see that at all and we just get a consolidation into next week, possibly just retesting the recent lows here in the last few days, so around the 1503 to 1510 zone. From those zones of support, I would then look again for evidence of buyers coming in, a retest back towards the swing highs from 1525 up to 1534. Then, of course, if we break above that level, I would look for 1550 US dollars per ounce to get tested. That would be the next major level of resistance there on gold going to next week. And also have a look at gold on the weekly charts right now as well we've yet again in the latest week we've got a higher low higher close a higher high and we've really just continued to drive higher throughout the last three weeks here as we continue to see buying pressure to the upside typically the month of august is a very strong month anyway for gold from a seasonal point of view and also from a cycle point of view as well so the anticipation is that gold will continue to get well supported between now and the end of the month but of course we want to look out for the narratives from the fomc Minutes on Wednesday and also from the Federal Reserve Annual Symposium, which will be over Thursday, Friday and, of course, into Saturday as well. And we'll be looking out for, of course, clues with regard to future interest rate cuts. So keep an eye on those news items as we go into next week. Then moving over to silver. You do want to keep an eye on silver here. Again, on the weekly chart, we do have a higher low, higher close, and also a higher high. Silver last week, it broke out in the early part of the week, broke out to $17.50 per ounce. We had noted that at the beginning of the week, over 90% of retail traders were long on silver, and that suggested that from a contrarian point of view, we were likely to get some sort of shakeout. And we did see that over a dollar move to the downside, so very fast moves that we saw earlier in the week on Tuesday. A lot of retail traders getting triggered on their stop losses. And then, of course, we saw support come back into silver, closing back above $17 per ounce. So going into next week, silver is a little bit more vulnerable here than gold. Silver net long positions, they have been trimmed again in the latest week. I'm still looking for gold to be stronger over the month of August. So I'm more interested in building out positions in gold than I am in silver right now. That said, we often do see that correlation between the two and silver is still very much undervalued relative to gold. Gold being trading at six-year highs in the latest week and silver is only at one-year highs right now as of the breakout that we had last week to $17.50. So in time, we are likely just to see silver prices catch up to the breakouts on gold. But if you have a look at the daily chart here, silver again looking a little bit vulnerable to a corrective move to the downside. By the way, if you are looking for the correlations or you're trying to get a little bit of a clue as to what gold will do in the early part of next week. If silver immediately off the open and the beginning of next week starts to pull back and roll over and gold is unmoved, if gold is consolidating and silver is leading, 
you would very likely then see gold start to follow through to the downside later on in the session as well. This would be true to the upside too. So if silver starts to break out first and gold is not doing much other than consolidate, take the lead from silver. So if silver does start to see that move to the upside breakout first, then look at gold to do the same very shortly afterwards. This is exactly what happened on the Wednesday after the sell-off. We bought back into gold on Wednesday at 1,500 US dollars per ounce with two positions and we saw silver leading the move first and then gold caught up and broke out later on in the session which worked out perfectly for our additional two positions where we were able to capitalize on a further 300 points profit. In fact, in the latest week, over our four positions that we've taken on gold from the Sunday open through to the end of the week on Friday, we've banked over 1,000 points on gold. So I do hope a lot of you have capitalized capitalized on the latest moves here with the precious metals it has been very lucrative indeed now, i've mentioned it before but it is very important that you have a research driven approach when you are approaching the markets where you want to be combining a lot of different data points and not only looking at technical analysis so with that let's move over to wti crude oil and we'll also have a look at brent crude oil as well so going into next week you can see both have found a little bit of support at the beginning of the week which is of course as a result of the US delaying tariffs on Chinese goods. So we did see a relief rally to the upside on both Brent crude oil and WTI crude oil. Brent right now closed at $58.66 per barrel on the Friday close here. You can see it is building up a little bit of a base above that handle right now. So we are seeing support come in and a consolidation. If you have a look at the weekly chart here, you can see where we capitulated with a retest back towards $55 per barrel on Brent crude oil last week. And on WTI crude oil, the price action capitulated as well with a retest of that 50 US dollar per barrel handle, which has been a very important level of support for oil so far in 2019. So you can see where we've had some follow through to the upside at the beginning of the week, but oil was unable to hold onto those gains. You can see with that retracement at the end of the week as well, where we broke out, don't want to chase a move, just be very patient, wait for the price action to come back down towards levels that you are interested in buying into a particular market. It's very common after a breakout to see a retracement. So as long as you're patient, and you wait for that, often you do get the price that you want to enter into a market as long as you don't FOMO in to a position. So you can see that very clearly with Brent right now. Initial breakout back towards 61 US dollars per barrel. Pull back again now, 300 point pullback or $3 pullback back towards support here. So we want to watch this going into next week. Hedge funds and money managers, they've increased their net long positions slightly again in the latest week for oil. We have also seen last week a bit more of a positive sentiment towards the US and China relationship as a result of the potential delay for tariffs to be put on Chinese goods. So we want to keep an eye on that narrative as we go into next week. Also, of course, we want to look at the oil inventories data, the API data on Tuesday and Wednesday's oil inventories data as well. Last week, we did see an increase and in larger build than expected with oil inventories, which helped to cause this sell-off midweek on Wednesday. So from these zones, look out on Brent crude oil to see if we're going to continue to get supported at the 58 US dollar per barrel level. If we do get supported, we could then see a retest back towards last week's swing highs and we could start to build up some momentum to the upside. Otherwise, if we do break below Thursday and Friday's lows, we could then have a bear flag and retest the lower end of these zones, where again, you want to look for evidence of buyers coming in at the lower end of that channel there for Brent crude oil. If you do see evidence of buyers, that could give a better entry price to then go long. 
Typically, the month of August between now and the end of the month from mid-month onwards does tend to be supportive for oil prices, especially going into September as well. So I am looking for some sort of meaningful low to get formed in oil over the course of next week. It could be that we see that over the minutes of the FOMC on Wednesday. Often that can be a catalyst for a breakout in oil prices and later in the week, depending on whether we get dollar weakness off the back of comments from the Federal Reserve later in the week with regard to future monetary policy. WTI crude oil, it's mid-range into the close on Friday, just under 55 US dollars per barrel. So what I want to look out for is really a resolution on this going into next week. You can see at the moment where we have a pennant formation at the moment on WTI crude oil. So I want to see whether we are going to break out to the upside and retest the upper end of this range around $57.50 per barrel, or whether we're going to have a retest back towards the 52 level here going into next week potential bear flag as well which we would then look at for buying evidence again at that zone around 52 us dollars per barrel to see whether that would provide a better entry to then go long for just this range bound trade that we're seeing at the moment with oil again hedge funds have increased their net long positions in the latest week so it might be that we just coil and consolidate and then do get a breakout back towards the upper end of the range but we're definitely keeping both Brent crude oil and WTI crude oil at these levels very much on the watch list going into next week too. And as I mentioned, gold, we have seen a slight reduction in net long positions from hedge funds and money managers in the latest week. But bear in mind that we could see a big catalyst next week on the minutes of the FOMC and also the Jackson Hole annual symposium for the Federal Reserve. You want to keep a very close eye on that. That will be important. As always, a research-driven approach is very important to adopt to the markets where you're looking not only at technical analysis, but you're taking into account what the retail traders are doing versus hedge funds and money managers. Retail traders predominantly are on the wrong side of the trade. So it's important to know where their positioning is versus the smart money in the market. You also want to pay close attention to market sentiment, trade flow, and then marry that up with seasonals, market cycles, fundamentals, geopolitical news, and then look at the technical analysis to generate your trade ideas. And that is what will give you an edge in the market. So with that, of course, there is an opportunity for you to join us at the Gold and Silver Club and join a community of successful traders where you will learn a research-driven approach. Members get access to our exclusive live trading room webinars. You get access to real-time trade alerts, real-time trading research and market insights, access to our private members academy website and also access to support and one-to-one -one mentoring. For more information about the service, just go to www.jointhelivetradingroom.com. The link is also below this report in the description. So just click on the link, make an application and we will of course get in touch with you ASAP and do make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. That way you're always kept updated with all of the latest commodity reports.